Hello, friends. Welcome to the Resonance Test. I'm your host, Macy Donaway, Client Engagement Lead at EPAM Continuum. I'm also the mother of two who just booked our first family trip to Disney. When I spoke to friends about doing so, I received a plethora of recommendations for Disney planners. These fabled planners are masters at making Disney dining reservations, which usually sell out immediately. They know the best times to wake up and secure your preferred time, or sometimes multiple times, which you can later cancel, and reservations can only be made 60 days in advance. They work to your exact schedule. So I set up an introductory call and learned that for no fees or very small fees if you aren't staying on a Disney property, they will book tickets, make reservations, send personalized itineraries, help to create your accounts for any necessary apps, and so much more. From just our short call, the pride was evident from this Disney planner as she was in the know on insider tips and tricks she knew I wouldn't find online. I could feel her passion for all things Disney, and in turn, my own excitement for our trip grew. Coming off the call, I couldn't help but think, what if all travel experiences were like this? What if our post-pandemic travel could be completely personalized by us as the travelers and not by the affiliation of our airplane or hotel? What if the burden of logistics and tedious tasks were taken away? And what if those providing service throughout the experience were focused and rewarded on providing the best customer experience possible? Is this possible? Working from the insights in our consumers' unmasked research, Jasmine Gutman, Senior Director of Global Partner Marketing at ContentStack, and Daniel Smythe, Vice President of Retail and Hospitality Consulting for EPAM Continuum, discuss today what they believe the travel industry needs to make for post-pandemic success. And customer experience seems front and center. With these two at the forefront of travel, maybe my Disney-like travel experience isn't too far off. Hello, guys, Mean, and thank you for joining us today to talk about the future of travel. This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart, both personally and professionally. So I'm super excited to hear your insights today as we look at where travel is headed over the next years and months uh, coming out of the COVID pandemic. Um, we saw we saw last year in 2021, we started to see some bouncing back of, of travel demand, but it was primarily on the domestic uh, leisure travel side. And we're still waiting to see that international travel bounce back. Uh, the good news from our survey, uh, our consumer on mass study, is that overseas travel is expected to increase. The bad news is it's supposed to come back very slowly. So my question for you, my first question for you, Jasmine, is how does the sector deal with this when it desperately needs travelers back at volume now? Great question. Thanks so much. Um, you know, I think there is a couple of things to consider one, why the hesitancy to, hesitancy to travel overseas, right? It's not that people don't want to travel to sunny destinations anymore. It's that travel is tough to navigate at the moment. Um, unknown regulations, uncertainty about these very regulations changing, uh, not to mention the risk of getting stuck in quarantine and then having to spend your treasured vacation in a uh, worst case 
state-owned quarantine hotel, quote-unquote. So, you know, all of that is doubly scary when you consider being overseas, many miles and time zones away from home, um, which is very understandable, right? I've just come off my first long-haul flight myself, and it, the level of anxiety added is incredible. So what can the industry do? I think it's as easy or as difficult, let's talk about that, as providing as much certainty as possible. And maybe like we've seen SaaS or BAS, so software as a service, branding as a service, I think maybe now is the time for travel companies to really focus on the customer experience, not as a buzzword. And we've all heard way too much of that over the past, haven't we? But as a pragmatic strategy, this expresses itself as real empathic communication and really caring about your customers and not just doing it for the selfish purpose of, you know, tying them close to your company because make it about trust. And I think your study has some very interesting data points about trust and we'll get to that in a minute. But one example how easy is it for customers to know what the latest rules and regulations are off the trip or the destination? And how much are you as a travel company helping them on your branded channels? Now, many travel companies right now will say, that's not my job, not my responsibility to keep people up to date. Well, that's one viewpoint, but you know, Actually, what I think the viewpoint should be is here is a fantastic opportunity for me as a travel company to differentiate my brand. And if I'm good at that, if I'm really good at making the experience as easy and as seamless as possible for you, then you will travel with me. And you will not only do it now, you will actually be more inclined to do that. I'm tempted to say forever, right? Because trust is such a Pick a little plan. You really need to water it and grow it. But if you do that, it becomes this huge, pretty blossom. So long wine and answer to say, uh, it may look complicated, but I think we can boil it down to something as easy or as difficult as the customer experience. Right, right. So an emphasis on trust and yes. uh, getting getting customers to feel uh, safe uh, back in the hands of their travel providers. Uh, that's great to hear. What, one thing um, that surprised me from from our study is that uh, affordability is becoming an even bigger issue than COVID for a lot of would-be travelers, especially in the millennial and, and Gen Z uh, demographics. Uh, for example, 44% of, of our consumers on our panel said they couldn't afford a vacation. In normal times, discounts might attract travelers back, but how have recent events impacted traveler companies' ability to deliver the prices consumers want? Well, I mean, take a, take a moment to let that question sink in. 44% said they couldn't afford a vacation. That's pretty dire. Um, so for one, you know, I think we all need to really 
try and look outside of our own little bubbles and see how we can make the world a little better than it is. But really coming back to the, the very flooring topic of discounts, I don't think discounts will be the way to go speaking very candidly. I think we need to be a bit a little more creative with our solutions. So along with information, what is the other thing that travelers need right now? They need highly attractive offers, which doesn't necessarily mean cheap offers, but what is much more important to them and Gen Z times 500 is it needs to be exactly what they are looking for. That is a very personalized experience right there. They might look at a destination package and, and um, be more picky. Um, someone will say, I don't like to eat at the hotel, so I don't want the full board package to include dinners. Um, I'd rather have free drinks. Or I don't like the pool, but... I would like access to a spa. So really making it about that mix and match type of environment where you can only choose and pay for the things that you care about is really going to be um, super important. And if companies could be more flexible in offering those customizable packages, that would actually make the customers feel like they're getting the best deal for them. And that, from our experience, usually... Um, is not about cheap prices, but it is about right prices, the right price for what you want. And that price you are usually going to be very willing to pay. Now, that is one aspect of what we're talking about. The other is tech, right? I mean, we're all in the technology space. So what can we actually do if we try to think laterally about cost savings? I, I do believe the travel sector can lighten the load on its stretched workforce and make customers more likely to buy by leveraging personalization technology. And that will actually mean automating the customer experience and not just the customer experience itself, but more importantly, the customer experience improvements. And just as a recent example, EPUM and ContentStack have shown together with Project Q that it's possible to offer customers a customized travel booking experience that incorporates all kinds of personalized offers and personally relevant travel information without a heavy technical lift. Truth be told, we did it in just a few weeks. Isn't that amazing? The things you can do these days with composable architectures are just breathtaking. And they will change the way industries operate, travel industry first and foremost. People are just not willing anymore to accept the current status quo if it's not good enough to their benchmarks, not to the benchmarks of the airlines or the travel um, companies. How in the world do you want to explain to a Gen Z customer that they cannot check in for their two-leg flight because the two legs are operated by different companies? Imp <laughs> Impossible to explain to someone who's a digital native and does everything on their mobile. So, you know, back to personalization, 
personalization and headless technology is now so intelligent that your digital channels can do a lot of the work of people like digital marketers, web managers, even customer support agents all by themselves. I was able to rebook a flight solely with a chat agent the other day. So what that means is there is a lot of room for improvement here that could eventually create cost savings for the companies, which would in turn lower prices. And in fact, our personalization PUC even offered a way to feed information about the customer to check-in stuff to offer a more pleasant in-person experience, which brings us back to customer experience really being at the focus, at the center point of, of every company's attention. At least that's what it should be like. So, you know, saving time and money down the line because a customer feels safe, secure, taken care of, and all of that simply with the help of technology, that is going to be pivotal. Right. So, so di digital maturity and digitalization of the workforce and the customer experience can help both on the addressing the rising costs of labor and fuel, as well as uh, improving the customer experience to make price be less of an issue through uh, unbundling of packages and more uh, flexibility around personalized packages and that sort of thing. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Uh, speaking of, of, of customer preferences in this time of, of, of COVID, uh, a lot of our consumers see staycations as being a lower risk and more affordable alternative to overseas travel. Uh, yet the more the staycation market booms, the, the more the prices rise. How do you expect consumers to navigate mm. this? All very interesting development. Um, and I think a super interesting one to watch also from a employer branding perspective. So, you know, a rising trend among travelers is undoubtedly to take advantage of remote working and swapping out a full-blown vacation in their local area for a work somewhere else for a wild trip. So they, you know, they pick up their work laptop and they go work in the woods or at a posh hotel in the city uh, options are endless and as diverse as the travelers. Um, and that is not necessarily a bad thing. On the contrary, um, companies can benefit from this. And I think we have to look at it two ways. One is the companies that are actually offering the services and they can benefit by offering longer stay discounts, spruced up room service, maybe even free coffee, crazy thought. <laughs> and um, and other benefits tailored to the working holiday goer because the lines are really um, fizzy if that makes sense right it's it's not black and white anymore maybe it never was but it's increasingly gray and that is something that um, companies need to be aware of the other side of the coin really is Companies need companies from an employer branding perspective need to look at this and need to figure out if and how they want to apply it to their um, benefits range. Right? I know that there is companies out there already that offer um, their employees to actually 
take that trip, that four-week trip to Fuerteventura and work from there and the company pays for it. So I think that's, that is an, a new channel basically for travel companies to exploit for lack of a better term, right? If you get in touch and really think about it from a B2B perspective, I think that will be a growing field going forward. And whoever is smart enough to realize that early on will have an advantage over the rest of the competitors. Mm, so as, as business travel may be slow to return, biz leisure may become the, the growth category in travel. Absolutely. Do you believe that's, that? Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, so going back to trust, you mentioned that earlier. Uh, and when we launched our Consumers Unmasked study, uh, in the beginning, trust was just as important as price. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mentioned that, that that affordability is a bigger issue than COVID. Well, trust used to be just as important, but now it appears to be diminishing in relative importance, which is maybe unsurprising. But the pandemic uh, has kind of shifted the needle, do you think, on travel company trust and reputation? Or do you think things will eventually settle to a pre-pandemic position? That's a really interesting one. I I don't think anything will happen by default. I think it all depends on what the individual company does for their customers. And there will be differences. For some, the needle will um, unfortunately <laughs> stay shifted permanently. And for some others who solve for what we talked about earlier, uh, in a really in a really compelling and personal way, I think for them, the needle will shift even more on a positive side. So if you are able to build that trust base with your customers, then I think you will uh, you will definitely come out on a winning side of it. And very interesting to support that is a recent Forrester predictions piece that pointed out that privacy journey design will actually become a key, experience, customer experience priority in 2022. And why is that? Privacy is becoming increasingly top of mind, not just for travel, but for any interaction with any brand. And I mean, we all know it from personal experience. Right now, it is a minefield of cookie notices, privacy settings, ads that follow you for days to come only because you've once peeked into this uh, one thing over here. And some would outright say that's creepy. So, um, you know, that is not changing pandemic or not. And brands need to be very sensitive about that in the design of all their customer facing experiences. People are increasingly sensitive. It's becoming, it's quickly becoming a number one priority for people in Europe more so than in the US, but I think that will eventually even out. So again, if you do your homework uh, and, and if you find more clever, more creative solutions than some of your uh, competitors, then that will definitely put you in a better position going forward. Right. So sticking on trust, uh, in our report, at one point, it was really all about the sense of brand reputation, security, and the ability to withstand the pandemic. Then we saw a shift. So in addition to trust becoming less important, 
We're also seeing the nature of trust shift to include transparency and communication around health along with safety and well-being while traveling. My last question for you today is what's behind that shift and how do you expect things to evolve? Uh, yeah, another another really great question. Thanks for asking. Travel is super hectic right now and not just hectic is maybe not the right word, but um, there's a lot of anxiety attached to that because you're never quite sure if you've got it right, if you have the right forms filled out, if you've missed something, if you've taken the right test or have the right vaccination, you name it. It's very, very unsettling. Now, how, how can we make life better for, for customers? I think that is really the bottom line question. People will gravitate to brands that offer the easiest and the most peaceful experiences. And that may be a different thing for each of the people. It means I, I, as a customer, what I expect and what I want is exactly what I want. It needs to be easy to choose. It needs to be easy to navigate. It needs to be easy to book. And then everything that comes after that needs to be reliable and trustworthy. You really have to give the customer the feeling that you take good care of them, that they are in good hands with you. And that is from beginning to end it doesn't stop with just one piece of the puzzle or the journey in that case it really needs to be a seamless process from start to finish and you know don't forget the importance of providing inspiration people have been stuck at home for a really long time i mean no one considered this even remotely possible so I bet a big problem for people is making a decision, not just if they want to go, but once they're that far about where to go, especially um, you know when they have to consider local regulations, travel advisories. I mean, we are starting to open up in many places, but then that really is a jungle to weed through for you as just an individual person trying to make good choices. So putting on my travel company hat again, is there a way that you can help your customers to piece their perfect vacation together? How can you give them all the necessary information to need they need, but without boring the hell out of them? <laughs> And making it easy, right? It's all about making it easy. Think about, you know, an old school destination final quiz, but updated to match the COVID guidelines for their location or, you know, at the crossroad between the location that they are based in and the location that they're aspiring to go to. I think there's a lot of, I don't want to say low-hanging fruits, but if we just all, you know, got a little more creative and found that playful, more playful vibe again, uh, that would that would actually already make life a lot better and easier for the customers. And as in all customer experience strategies, we should really lead with empathy. 
customer understanding and really caring, not just understanding, care about your customer. That is the best strategy for brands, all brands, not just travel brands in today's and tomorrow's new normal, whatever that may look like. Mm-hmm. So really getting in the, get, put, putting yourself in the shoes of your customer and, uh, and removing friction from the travel experience and doing that in the context of, of the pandemic is really, sounds like what, what travel companies need to be thinking about. So uh, gr- great insight, Yasmin. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. It's been great, great hearing from you and, and looking forward to further conversation. Absolutely. Same here. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. EPAM Continuum integrates business, experience, and technology consulting focused on accelerating breakthrough ideas into meaningful impact. At EPAM Continuum, we're very deliberate about the term innovation. For us, it means turning ideas into stuff that's real. Because from our perspective, ideas aren't really innovative until they exist. Jasmine Gutman, it was a pleasure to have you join us. Thank you. Daniel Smythe was our interviewer. Our producer, Ken Gordon, makes magic with our words. Kip Palalis is our sound engineer. And I'm your host, Macy Donaway. Until the next one, thanks. <laughs>